let's say the bass doesn't enter at the beginning when the bass comes in man it uh, the whole thing comes comes alive you know it just hits you isn't it like, oh yeah In a way, when you're an actual, you know, practicing, living, working musician, then it's you've got two sides. You've got an actual normal life without any technology where you just go and do gigs. Yeah. You know, and that in front of an audience, either me going to the West End and doing the shows and, and there's the audience and we're in the band playing and or you go and do a gig in a pub or in a concert place or whatever. I'm talking to bassist Zoltan Dekany. And then there is the other side now, you know, which actually only sprung up, what, about 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Yeah. When was it, you know, when we all started to have computers and, and what we do now online for music with all the teaching online and, you know, putting your stuff out there, it's kind of the last five, six years, isn't it? Yeah. Since yeah. that happened, you know, when people started to have nicer cameras and, and software at home on computers on Macs and, oh, okay, actually you can do some, some stuff. I've known Zoltan for several years now. He's been taught by the likes of Charlie Hayden, Wayne Darling, uh, Derek Oles, Arnie Agelson, Jeff Berlin, and David Carpenter, just to name a few. Uh, he has an extensive international career and he's performed with renowned international musicians, particularly on the Los Angeles jazz scene, which we'll talk about a little later on. But more recently, he's a regular performer with the BBC Big Band, and he does a lot of shows in the West End. One of the cool things that Zoltan is doing at the present is teaching people bass online, so taking advantage of the technology, so um, things like Skype and Google Hangouts and being able to have actually international students really uh, and giving them lessons using the online space as a place to hold the the lessons. I started to do just um, lessons, you know, lessons that I would teach in a normal situation. And I thought, well, I'll just stay, I'll just go in front of the camera and teach it to the camera and, and videotape it. And then, and then it's there, and that lesson from there on, as long as, as, as it's there physically or being able to watch, people can watch it and people can learn, learn from it, you know what I mean? So that's, and I created a little uh, YouTube channel, it's called Zoltan's Bass Lounge, and on there I've got a, a, like a, a selection of these lessons, you know, which is, I don't know, about 70 of them right now, 70 yeah. something. And um, there are different topics of, it's all bass, you know, it's all about you know, learning how to play the bass, the double bass, the electric bass and all that. And um, basically, well, that's it, just different topics of different, different angles of music, you know, of rhythm, 
of studies of melody and harmony and, yeah. and how you like technique how you actually come from point A to B to C and so on and so on you know yeah. but that's I mean it's, it really is just a summary of, of what I am as a normal person without yeah. all the technology it's just My dad had a, an old beat-up electric bass at home, and he was he, uh, he was a trumpet player. He was a semi-pro trumpet player, and and I honestly, man, I had these dreams that I played his electric bass. I was about 13, 12 or thirteen, and I, I said to him, "Dad, can I please play the electric bass?" I, I was really into it. That's 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 all. That's how it started. Yeah. And they said, "Yeah, yeah, sure." So I went into the garage, and and um, I had a little. CD player, not CD player back then. It's like a little cassette tape player, you know. And and I'd so just set some tunes and try to figure out the bass line and play with it. And and that's how I started. Yeah. You know, I was just in the garage for a month and month and month, and, you know, just playing play, a couple of notes, play. playing what I could, you know, and then yeah. just hear, listen, and try to figure it out. And oh, that's what you're doing, okay. And I love the rhythmic aspect of of playing bass. I love the groove. I love that that punch that it punches into your body. You know, it's like into your heart. It's like it's like basically getting your heartbeat out and just on the, on the instrument you know it's um, I like I love the sound um, it's a funny thing you know because after I, I started on electric bass about a couple three or four months after I had a friend and he said oh man come check it out I've, I've got a double bass so I went to his house and, and I played a low note on his double bass and, and it hit me it hit me in my heart and it's just, that's it I'm going to be a double bass player Honestly, that, that one note, I played that one note on that bass, and, and it's—I guess what, what's what's cool about it, or for me, is the sound of it. You know, it's the sound and the rhythmic aspect of it. You know, because it's one of the instruments that is very rhythm-oriented. You know, like you play the piano. Of course, you still have to be, play rhythmically and all that, but you can play nice chords, you can play melodies, and you can play kind of not very rhythmically, and still it's fine because there is a background. There's a drummer and a bass player playing the rhythm for you, so you can kind of lean on them. You know, but for us, it's all about laying it down you know I really like that I really enjoy that I love that the low notes the low the timbre of that sound man. it's just it's, that's what speaks to me yeah. you know I, I try the guitar and it's like no thanks Primarily, I always been a jazz bass player. Yeah. You know, I, I did a little bit of funk, a little, a uh, few Latin. I, I love Latin music, so I, I, I did some Latin bands in LA. That's in England. There's not much of that, so there isn't. But um, 
I was even in an Afri African ensemble once for a couple of years in LA, and we learned all the songs. We learned the, the, um, uh, to sing the songs. We learned percussive instruments. We, we were all dressed up on gigs, you know, and then we were all, all doing percussive things and singing and dancing and all that. Imagine, imagine me some dancing, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, but we did it. You know, we did it because uh, the boss said like. You, you know, showed the motions and all that. You just did it. You know, mm. there was a scene of that. You know what I mean? So there's a, a lot of little clubs in 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 LA, like around West Hollywood, North Hollywood. Um, you could go as far out as, as Glendale, Pasadena, places like that. And and there were clubs and restaurants that you could do. You know, you could just do a lot of gigs. And and sometimes it was just a supper club, and you, people are eating, and you're playing some nice jazz, and that's fine. And sometimes it was more. It was more of um, an event, you know, so you do come and the people would pay money and then they, they pay to see you play. Zoltan's originally from Hungary, but he's lived all around the world to include out in California in L.A. He's also spent some time in Florida and currently resides in the U.K. I asked Zoltan to tell me about his musical influences. A person called Rick Zunigar. And Rick is a monster guitarist, jazz guitarist. He's played with some of the best people on earth. I mean, he's got a, a credit list of from Chick Corea to Freddie Hubbard and and who knows, you know, a lot of lot of very good people he played with. And uh, he was, in fact, he was Stevie Wonder's guitarist for thirty years. He's probably still doing the gig. I don't know if he still does it, but uh, he's one of my, my biggest influences in music because um, what we did um, for, when I went to LA. Very early on, I, I got a phone call from him. He, I don't know, he, uh, he was looking for a bass player. And uh, somebody said, oh, well, there's this new guy at KLRS that just came from Europe and blah, 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 and he's real good. And, you know, give him a call, check him out, whatnot. And so he called me. And for three years, every summer, I was at his house. Basically, I was living at his house. And we practiced about six, seven hours a day. Yeah. And then we do, do a gig at night, you know play another four hours that's a lot of bass playing man. yeah but that's that's <laughs> but that's what actually that's what really created my my playing yeah. i was good until then i was good but by then you know i could play but when when we did that man it was my playing just went whew, yeah goodbye everybody you know yeah. it really was it was a very very good time and and rick wouldn't teach i always said oh man stop stop what are you doing when we rehearsed what was that line and and it was a hard character you know it was like he was a puerto, puerto rican american you know it's like just, just fucking listen to it. Just listen to it, man, and you, you'll get it. Just listen to it. You know, you, you're around it. You're around the music. Listen to it, and it'll, it'll get into you. And it, it really did. Actually, it works that way. Mm -hmm. So you you do it long enough, and you started to to hear things, and oh yeah, that's what he's doing. And so you just kind of apply him on the bass. But yeah, he's my main influence, really. He Jeff Berlin, uh, electric bass player called Jeff Berlin. Um, I absolutely love Ron Carter. Ron Carter is an old well, now older bass player, but he was in the Miles Davis quintet. And he was in, you know, he was like the, the top double bass player in the 50s, 60s, 70s. And he is the best, man. Yeah. Awesome. He's, he's like, his time, his, his, his everything, man, his melodies, his playing, his, his attack, his, his phrasing and his humor and every, everything in there. It's genius. You've been listening to the Soul Cruiser podcast, 
And this has been Audio Mo Day Number 17. The music you've been listening to on this track is Zoltan on the bass, playing with two different bands, with the Joel Purnell band and with Rick Zunigar. Zoltan does have a, another musical project that's soon to be released, but I'll let him tell you about that. <laughs> Was that the call to speak? <laughs> and now. And now. <laughs> and now. So, what do you got coming up? What's the project you're working on at present? Uh, yeah, well, I've, I've got a, a project, a duo project with a guitarist friend of mine, and uh, he's, he's from Germany, but we, we both uh, teach at Leeds College of Music. That's how I know him. And um, we just did an album a few months ago. It's called So It Begins. And we've got eight eight or nine tracks on that album. We did the videos for it and the audio as well, all mixed and mastered. And um, that will be out on CD Baby shortly. And it'll be on, the, on my website as well. It's very good. It's kind of, kind of a crossover of kind of jazz and popular music. You know, he plays a, a bit of acoustic guitar on it as well. Now, I'll send you the music. You know, it really is real nice. He's, he's a very good player, you know. And, and the two of us, it's surprising how... how full and big it sounds just just two of us playing you know without any drums or anybody else you know so that's 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 a project that that, that i've been working on lately right as i'm really and excited that's going about to be the end of today's episode and i'll catch you guys back here tomorrow for audio mo number 18 i'll be at the peace festival hopefully in limington spa um that's of course if the weather decides to play nice i know it's going to still go on anyway uh, but it's been raining off and on all day today and it's not looking that great for tomorrow and these peace festivals are always great when it's a really sunny day so you can lay out in the grass and listen to the various different bands they generally have um, an acoustic stage and then um you know electric and wired up stage and then there's all sorts of food vendors and uh, crafts and artisans and all sorts of things. So hopefully we can get some good weather and I'll be out there and I'll um, see if I how many people I can meet. Meet some interesting people. I generally do. So um, hopefully you'll be hearing about that on tomorrow's episode. Until then, peace out. <laughs>